Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. doTERRA is holding their annual international convention right now in downtown Salt Lake City. And if you think this is just an event about entrepreneurs, health, wellness, and essential oils, you might be missing something really essential. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. As I said, the company is holding their international convention right now in downtown Salt Lake City, but the company's also had a major hand in opening a hospital in Somaliland. Also, one of the keynote speakers at the doTERRA convention is a pioneer in the African nation with an inspiring life story that everybody should hear. And joining us now to talk about that, Kirk Jowers is the executive vice president of corporate relations and European markets for doTERRA. Of course, he previously served as director director of the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. And then a special guest, uh, Edna uh, Adan Ismail, uh, is the, was the first woman to be a minister in the Somaliland government in 2002. She served as Minister of Social Affairs and Family Welfare and as Foreign Minister from 2003 to 2006. She's received numerous honors from around the world. Uh, she is a force for good in the world and uh, we're very excited to have her on the program as well. Uh, so Edna and Kirk, thanks to both of you for joining us today. Thanks so much, Boyd. It's great to be with you. And Edna, welcome to Utah. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Wonderful. Kirk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to you uh, real quickly first. Give us a quick snapshot. Uh, we know that earlier this year, doTERRA uh, Healing Hands Foundation uh, joined forces with local Somaliland partners. Uh, tell us what you have done uh, down there and the impact it's going to have on so many. Well, this is one of the, the most incredible stories, and I will be brief because uh, it, it's a, a real uh, treasure to have Edna in the state of Utah with us. Uh, but we were able to build with, you know, of course, amazing help, including help from above uh, to get the Sanag Specialty Hospital built um, in Somaliland. Uh, it's a nine-building hospital in about the most remote region. Uh, you can imagine, and it provides all levels of, of health care and community support. Uh, just just an absolute miracle that it's there and uh, has already saved just uh, so many lives. Uh, such an important thing and such an important part, I think, of the doTERRA 
mission and vision and values and uh, just a real testament to uh, a great Utah-based company uh, doing things that are impacting people around the world. And uh, Edna, again, I, I wanted to, again, welcome you and just want to have people get a sense of your story. Uh, you grew up at a time uh, and in a land where uh, girls were not educated. It was not part of that. Uh, you had a dad who uh, made yeah. sure you were educated and uh, you, you've been on a, a nonstop path ever since. Well, that's uh, that's what you do. Uh, I'm from Somaliland, so I'm British Somaliland Protectorate. And girls were not allowed to go to school. And the only way I could get an education was to be sent to neighboring French Somaliland, which is now Djibouti. Uh, my first language was French. Uh, and then at age 17, I won a scholarship and went to Britain and studied there as a nurse and a midwife and came back to my country in 1961. Um, education is what has given me that ability to be able to do whatever it is that I'm doing now. I would not have been able to build a hospital had I not been educated. I would not have been able to teach and train nurses and midwives in my country and elsewhere had I not been given that opportunity to learn to read and write. Yes. Uh, so education is something that has opened doors for me and sadly enough, still a door that is closed to many girls in many places around the world. But in Somaliland, we're fighting that. We have more girls going to school than today than have ever done in the history of my country. And in my university, with 1,500 students, 70% of the students in the university are women uh. because they're studying midwifery, a job that women do. They're studying nursing. They're studying pharmacy and medicine. So this is the, uh, the, the, uh, the achievements that women can contribute to the development of a nation if they're educated and given a chance to learn to read and write. Oh, that's so, so powerful. Oh. And uh, I, I think it's a uh, testament. We were talking about this on the show yesterday that you know, never underestimate uh, the power of an educated woman. We were talking about that in terms of what has happened in Afghanistan with 20 years now of, of women being educated and taking important and prominent positions. Uh, you you did a lot of first, Edna. You were the first to study in Great Britain. Uh, you were the first uh, qualified nurse midwife. Uh, you were actually the first woman to, dry, to drive in Somaliland. Much a disappointment of many. And, uh, and why not? Why not? Not only did I drive, but I also uh, participated in a car rally. And oh. uh, was fined five points. <laughs> Uh, I, I would have been the fifth car that came in uh, completed the rally, but I was given five points uh, because uh, the judges said I was impersonating a man. I oh. was not impersonating a man. I was a person who, who was driving and who, you know, who won my position. Oh, I love uh, that. I love because, that. I want to get quickly to uh, to your work, the hospital. You you referenced that, and uh, you have been doing such an extraordinary work, uh, not just for women, but uh, you have had a huge impact uh, with your hospital uh, on women. Well, I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed because today we have women doctors, we have women engineers, uh, we have women lawyers. In fact, there's uh, somebody who was my librarian when I first opened a hospital, is today one of the lawyers, female women lawyers in my country, who is not only a lawyer, but is hired by the United Nations to be uh, uh, to defend 
people who cannot defend themselves. So uh, there's got to be a name for that. But for that little girl who is too young uh, to do anything but to look after the library, uh, continued with her education, studied law, and earned a position with the United Nations, that is an achievement. She should she could never have achieved without diligence, education, and determination. That's what it takes. Yeah, uh, such a, a powerful story. And again, we welcome you to the state of Utah. And I know it will be an inspiring uh, day as the convention continues to roll on there for doTERRA. You'll be speaking tomorrow. Uh, but we appreciate the work you've done around the world, uh, not just in your own uh, native country, uh, but for, for so many, you've been such a, a shining light and such a great example of what can be done if you're willing to learn and you're willing to work. Well, health has no borders. Health is something that needs to be fought on, on any side of any border. It's, uh, it's a human tragedy that some people can take care of their sick better than others can. And it is my mission and my responsibility and my blessing to be able to help the people of my country, Somaliland, who've been so forgotten, so isolated in a part of the world that is known for so many negative things. But if we can be an example, and if Somaliland can achieve something, others can also do the same. Oh, so good. I'm blessed to be able to do that. Oh, well, we have been blessed uh, listening to you today, uh, Eden. Uh, Edna Adan Ismail, uh, so grateful to have you in the state of Utah. And uh, Kirk Jowers, just uh, to wrap us up here real quickly, uh, we often talk about business. Uh, it's easy to make a dollar. It's a challenge to make a difference. And I think this is one area, this amazing hospital in Somaliland uh, is uh, way, well beyond the business of doTERRA, uh, not just making a dollar, but truly making a difference. Thanks. Oh, go ahead, Kirk. Oh, uh, I will never interrupt uh, Edna. <laughs> she is she is one of the, uh, if not the most remarkable person you know I've ever met, and that's one wonderful thing about uh, engaging in in these types of, of bold projects is is you meet people who can change your life. And uh, when our CEO and founder David Sterling returned uh, from Somaliland, uh, as well as our chief medical officer Dr. Osgathorpe, they both just mentioned. That they had met, uh, she's widely known as the, the Muslim Mother Teresa. And uh, if, if I had one wish, you know, going back to your discussion uh, that you had yesterday, one wish for Afghanistan, maybe the next two decades, is that there is is another Edna in Afghanistan that can help, uh, you know, help help fuel and uh, some of the amazing things she's done for her home country of Somaliland. That is the one thing that could really make a difference over there. Uh, fantastic. Kirk Jowers, Executive Vice President, Corporate Relations, European Markets for doTERRA, and Edna Adon Ismail, uh, just an extraordinary soul and uh, someone. If you want to go get inspired, go check out uh, some information on her today. Edna will uh, give you a little bigger vision of what's possible and how and what it means to make a difference. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.